Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I have procrastinated this podcast as long as I possibly could due to homework exercises. I know that Titanic and, and his family are dealing with surgeries and health, uh, health issues that are arising for them that uh, are just an ongoing thing at this point for these guys, and, and I wish them the best. So I'm not, uh, not mad at all just trying to get uh, my priorities in order. And my priorities, unfortunately, are college right now. My homework, uh, my assignments, assessments, and things like that, they do come first. Um, so that is what, uh, what's what been holding me up. And, and I do apologize to you, the fans, the listeners, for not being able to get this to you last night. Um, I have five major classes, uh, all five of these classes I must pass to move on into my degree program. So just bear with me throughout the next four months. And once these four months are over, hopefully I'll only have one or two classes for the summer semester. If I'm able to take classes during the summer and then we will move on uh, into the summer where I'll be able to podcast more frequently. And then, you know, then when the fall starts back, I won't be able to podcast other than what I'm doing now. So if, if that bothers you guys, I do apologize. But I'm trying to better my life for not only for myself, but for my family so that we can, you know, we can live a very successful life together and so that I can leave a legacy behind for my kids to be proud of. And uh, maybe you guys will be proud of it, too. Maybe somebody will find motivation in the fact that uh, at 31 years of age, I have gone back to college and I'm doing very successfully at it. And I refuse to give up no matter what. But uh, besides the fact, uh, it was Wednesday night. And you know what that means, guys. It was AEW Dynamite. We opened up right off the bat with a video package about Pac's return, Eddie Kingston building his family, and what led up to uh, the battle that we're about to witness between Eddie Kingston and the bastard Pac. But... uh, do I do apologize? I'm emailing teachers and messaging my wife, trying to get everything in focus today. It's been hectic. Uh, as many know, my classes. I'll just let me go over that real quick. As many know, most of my classes were supposed to be online. I went Monday to the only class that I knew that was supposed to be online. Found out that one of my other major classes is actually on campus three days a week, and so. <laughs> That just kind of threw a curveball because we've been trying to figure out kids, school, my school, wife's work, things like that. We've changed her schedule around a little bit where she's home on Mondays, but then that leaves me floating, making sure that I, I get back in time. So I've I've not missed any classes, but I've had to to turn the computer on to my phone hotspot and, and listen to lecture on the way home from school to pick up kids from school and things like that. And Wednesdays, you know, Wednesdays aren't so bad, but Fridays are going to be a little iffy on me on the days that she has to work and she's only able to get off every other Friday, which is fine. We'll figure it out. I'll make it work. I always do. But uh, Mondays, it, it's a blessing that we're getting to go back on campus. Um, I'm excited about that. It's a beautiful campus. I love the campus. It's huge, so it's, it's really hard to navigate. But uh, I have so much to do with. I'll quit rambling about my college. Uh, if anybody has questions, you're more than welcome to email or, or message me on the Facebook page. Um, would love questions or requests for shows or any of that. We always do. If I can't get to them, Titanic definitely will. But uh, I love you guys, and we really do you know, appreciate 
every bit of the support that we get from you guys. Speaking of support, if anybody wants to make a donation, please go over to the Anchor app and make a donation. That would be greatly appreciated at this time with everything going on in Titanic's life uh, and everything going on in ours. Uh, any outcome, any donation would be appreciated. Not only does part of that go to a profit, uh, a benefit, a charity. I can't even think straight. I've got so much going on. Anyway, most of it goes to a charity. About 10 to 15% of it goes to a charity that we we partner with through Anchor, and the rest of it goes to us to pay for bills to podcasts and things like that. Anyway, first opening contest of the evening was Pac with Ray Phoenix versus Eddie Kingston with the Butcher Blade and the Bunny. Um, brutal, brutal match. You knew it would be. After the match, Pac did pick that victory up. He would then roll over on top of Eddie Kingston and go for the Brutalizer submission hold. Uh, Butcher Blade and Bunny would jump into the ring. Uh, Ray Phoenix would try to help. And then, of course, Lance Archer would come out to make the save on that inevitably. Then we see uh, another small video package, I believe it was, about the Kip Sabian and Miro setup. Or, sorry, Chuck Taylor and Miro setup. Um, Miro came out with Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Chuck Taylor came out with Orange Cassidy. The match didn't even last long enough to to get any good feeling off of. Um, I was, I mean, it's what I expected it to be. Miro won. Kip Sabian, you know, kind of helped out with that a little bit. I'm sure I didn't, I mean, I really didn't see anything. It just kind of happened and was over. I was like, whoa. But uh, now Chuck Taylor has to be the young boy or the butler of Miro, for those of you that don't understand Japanese terminology. Then we see an interview in the back with Hardy Party or Private Party and Matt Hardy. Uh, they recently signed a managerial deal with Matt to be part of the Hardy brand. And then uh, at one point they called Matt Hardy a money-grabbing carny and things like that, that he's taken like so much of their money or something. I don't know. Uh, Inner Circle comes out to start their segment. They go to commercial break, come right back, and these guys start talking about their New Year's resolutions. And Jake Hager was up first, and Hager said, championships, gold, championships. That's what he wants. Um, Jericho said that him and MJF were going to win the tag titles, which led to what's going to happen next week, which will be Chris Jericho and MJF versus Sammy and Hager. Sammy Hager, get it? Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager. Uh, apparently, Sammy Guevara does not know who Sammy Hager is, and that's a problem for me. Obviously, he's a little too damn green. And then proud and powerful. It'll be a three-way tag match between all members of the dark or all members of the inner circle. And then, of course, we got the Dark Order interview. Dark Order interview, which was next. They talk about uh, Hangman teaming up with the Dark Order next week, and he's going to let them know whether he joins next week or not. And then we get a video package about Darby Allen versus Brian Cage. Uh, you get some Sting in there. Get some weigh-in footage in there. They get a few things, and then we get a Kenny and Young Buck interview. And then, of course, we get the horrendous introduction that they make Justin Roberts do for Kenny Omega, where he goes on and on about the 42 days as champion, 14 straight wins. He's going to be at the hard to kill. First uh, AEW star to be at the hard to kill pay-per-view, et cetera, et cetera. And Don Callis is with him, of course, AEW world champion. Kenny Omega makes his entrance. This match was set to be Kenny Omega versus, you know, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus uh, Varsity Blondes. And Danny Limelight and Don Callis gives Justin Roberts the night off, which was just for that match. And he does the introduction of Kenny Omega's best friends, 
And it turns out it's the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows. Big LG, Luke Gallows, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson, the Good Brothers, the Impact World Champions. Um, he said, you know, here's your here's your world tag team champions, and out come Gallows and Anderson through the crowd. They team up with Kenny Omega, which leaves the Young Bucks in the back with Tony Khan shocked and in disbelief at the fact that the Good Brothers are on AEW Dynamite tagging with the AEW world champion Kenny Omega to take on Danny Limelight, Pillman Jr. and his partner. Still haven't got the name of that kid yet. Don't really care to get the name of that kid yet, quite honestly. I've got too much to deal with. But uh, Kenny and the Good Brothers would pick up that victory. Pretty impressive match. Um, it broke down into an all-out melee at the end of this match. That's where the big story comes in. Um, they pick up the victory. And then John Moxley's music hits. He comes out from the crowd. He enters up at the top there. Moxley comes right into the ring with all three guys. Oh, excuse me. Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and Omega waiting in the ring. Moxley doesn't stop. He hits that ring, starts firing away on him. At one point, Phoenix uh, gets in there to help, and then Penta comes out to help as well. Uh, Mox and Omega are left in the ring. The two, you know, the tag teams are fighting all over the arena. Um, they send out some security guys and a few different things like that. Moxley takes out everyone to get at Omega. The Bucks then come out to stop Moxley when he gets back in the ring with Omega and Omega powders out. The Bucks get in between Moxley and Omega. Not sure here what they're building towards seeing as they all did the club thing and everybody was on the same page last week. I don't understand it. Maybe. Maybe they are heel. Maybe the Bucks are heel and they were just trying to play it off. Maybe they were in on it. You know, it's the wrestling business. They'll tell you they weren't in on it and they probably were in on it. So I'm not going to speculate. I don't know for sure. I'm not inside the camp at this time. I've pulled myself away from as many things as I could um, to deliberate on classes. But anyway, they stop him. The Bucks come out there in between uh, Moxley and, and Omega, who's out on the ring. Penta and Phoenix take out the Bucks. And then fight with the good brothers, Don Callis and Omega run off. What an interesting situation that transpired there on AEW Dynamite. Very interesting situation. Then up next, we have the waiting room segment with Dr. Britt Baker and her special guest, Cody. They plug the Go Big Show and a few other things. Cody comes out and uh, she ends up saying, oh, by the way, I've got another special guest. It's Jay Car Cargill, that heifer that comes out she pushes cody into the face red velvet then shows up slaps the shit out of her and then they have to do a big pull apart segment which turns into a fudged up mess i don't like the the waiting room i'm not a fan of Britt baker's she's greener than goose shit uh, but it is what it is dr Britt baker is you know not one of my favorites anyway then they show, after they get the pull-apart done, they show the footage of Britt Baker attacking Thunder Rosa at some meet-and-greet thing she did. Thunder Rosa will take on Britt Baker February 3rd at Beach Break, which should be an epic match. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to make a bold prediction here that Thunder Rosa is going to kick Britt Baker's ass and take home the victory. Uh, I don't give a shit how good of a dentist she is. And then up next, we have Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy and Marco taking on FTR with Tully Blanchard. Um, 
they took some liberties with Marco last night, and I can't say that I blame them. I love FTR. They're a hell of a tag team. They're brutal. They don't pull their shit. They lay that shit in, and they show you what this business is about. It's not flips. It's fists. They're old school as can be, and I love it. Um, Jungle Boy, I'm a huge advocate for. Love Jungle Boy's work. Not a fan of Marco. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's his size. I don't know if it's just his fucking attitude. I don't know if it's his fucking hair. I don't know what it is. But Marco Stunt is not on my list of, hey, can I book your guy to come work my fucking show? Uh, I, I've heard rumors of how he is and how he has become after working for them. I just, I'm not a fan of Marco. Uh, Tully Blanchard would then slam Marco into the ring post, get him back in the ring, and FDR would pick up that victory. Few times they made it look like Marco uh, and Jungle Boy could pick up that victory, but you knew overall FTR was going to take that home. There's no way they're losing to somebody the size of Marco's stunt. That would not help them in, as being one of the best tag teams in the world. And then an impressive match for the NWA Women's World Championship. I was thoroughly impressed. Enjoyed this match overall. And and just... Just... I, I, I don't even know where to start. Ty Conti come out with Anna Jay. And uh, it was just outstanding. Ty Conti took on Serena Deb. Serena Deb, who is the reigning NWA Women's World Champion. And and just a hellacious match between these two women. They actually wrestled. They used wrestling holds on each other. They did a few spots. They did, you know, everything was good. I think they may have had one botch that I called out while we were sitting there watching it last night uh, in between studying. I was overly impressed. Ty Conti is a very, very top-notch athlete. Hell of a wrestler, of course, with her Brazilian jiu-jitsu background. And, uh... Sorry, guys. Let me handle this. I apologize. I've been up since, like, four this morning. I am exhausted and got so much to deal with. Computer technology is not my friend today as things are acting up for the college stuff. Serena Deb is, is a you know a diamond in the rough. She was someone that uh, could have been more than what she was, was never properly used in WWE. She only got airtime in the Straight Edge Society with uh, CM Punk and them back in the day. But uh, Serena Deb would pick up that victory. And... Uh, I even made a side note. Wow, great match. Best woman's match I've seen in years. And that's true. I mean, granted, Becky Lynch and them had some hellacious knockdown dragouts, but I think overall women's wrestling match, that was the best women's wrestling match that I have seen in years. They they actually wrestled. There were no hell in a cell. There was no coming out, shaking your ass, playing the boss doing all the dumb shit that everyone else does. And they come out and beat each other of each other, had a hellacious match. I believe that Ty Conte could defeat Serena Deb for that championship. She was very close. Bam. Serena Deb picked up the victory, retained the NWA Women's World Championship. Love the fact that AEW is working with NWA. Love the fact they're working with Impact. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. Grow a set. Wake the fuck up because your product's stale and no one likes it. That's just the facts. 
And uh, TNT title match is the main event of the evening. We get another video package, a little bit of buildup for this as Brian Cage and Darby Allen start to make their entrances. Um, man, I predicted something like this. I said that it would have to take some outside involvement for Darby to retain the TNT championship. Uh, and, and, and that does mean, yes, Darby Allen won that match. He won the TNT title match and retained his championship. It was a hell of a main event. Um, Brian Cage literally at one point picked Darby Allen up, threw him from the ring across the gap to the table that Justin Robertson and them set at at ringside and dropped him through it. And I, I, I don't know if he gigged himself, if he got hardway color. I don't know what the deal was, but Darby Allen got busted open. I'm assuming that they knew it was going to happen because the referee did have gloves, unless they just carry gloves around in their pocket for no fucking reason, hoping that somebody gets busted open. I don't know. But uh, just brutal how he threw him from the ring. I, I think uh, Tony Schiavone even said something about 12 feet. 12 feet that he flew before crashing through the table. And I mean that he couldn't control how he landed on that. That was horrible. Looked great as shit, but horrible. I would have took that bump. Fuck that shit. That could have killed that man, especially as small as he is. But uh, just horrendous beating as they battled each other over and over again in that match. It was, I mean, I enjoyed it. So as it breaks down, Darby, you know, would take Brian Cage's finisher at one point, kick out at one. Several times, Darby Allen took an ass kicking during this match and would kick out at one. Cage would get pissed off. Darby Allen would flip him off a few times. Cage would get pissed off, move the still steps over to the side of the ring and go to use them. And then uh, Darby Allen would actually reverse that. He would hit him. I, I think it was a run and drop kick or something. And, uh, Brian Cage tried to hold on to the rope. Darby Allen would bite his hand, causing Cage to let go and fall onto the steps. And then Darby Allen would springboard coffin drop to the floor on, or not to the floor, but to Cage, who was laying prone on the steps. And then he takes his belt off at some point, uh, ties it around the feet of Brian Cage, and just goes to town on him, beating the shit out of him. Um, I thought then maybe he would win it that way. But you can't count out the fact that fucking Taz is sitting at the announcer's table. Ricky Starks is at ringside, and Taz's son's at ringside with him. Um, Taz's son would distract the referee. Darby Allen had Brian Cage down for a minute. He went up to do something. Ricky Starks came over, grabbed his leg, and when he did, that's when it happened right there, folks. The lights went out, and it sting. Right? I'm not doing the Tony Schiavone thing. I'm doing my thing. Tony Schiavone does sting. Yeah, all that shit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I do it my way. Anyway, the lights went out. Sting comes back up. Clothesline to the throat looked like with the bat. I wasn't real sure. He may have got him in the chest, but it looked more like he nailed him in the damn throat to me. Uh, brutal hit. And then he swings back, swings for the fences. He hit a grand slam right to the ribs of Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks goes down. Brian Cage at this point had gotten up, up on the ropes with Darby Allen. Darby Allen would reverse it into a crucifix bomb pin. Darby Allen wins to retain the AEW's TNT Championship. Darby Allen picked up that victory, a hard-fought victory. Sting and Darby would be left standing in the ring. Um, Ricky Starks laying prone on the ring, the entrance to the ring, whining and crying because he got beat up by an old man with bat. Uh, Taz pissed off. Typical shit. 
you know, but it was good. It was good. Made it snow in Jacksonville again as Sting's entrance, of course, now is associated with snow for some fucking reason. I'll never understand why. I always thought he was a crow. Didn't know he was the snow. But next week on Impact, or not Impact, God, I'm losing it. I got to quit. This Kenny Omega crossover thing's really getting to me and all this homework. Anybody, anybody good at calculus or chemistry, give me a call. But uh, Santana and Ortiz versus MJF and Jericho versus Sammy and Hager. Triple threat tag match. Going to be pretty impressive. Also, next week, we get Matt Seidel and Top Flight taking on Matt Hardy and Private Party in a six-man tag action. Also, we get the uh, Negative One's birthday celebration match. Negative One's birthday celebration match is Hangman Page and Dark Order. Looks like it'll be Colt Cabana, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. And Hangman Page taking on the Hybrid 2 and the Chaos Project, which is Luther and his partner. We will see Nyla Rose return to in-ring action next week with Vicky Guerrero here on Dynamite as she'll take on Layla Hirsch next week in singles action. Good luck to Layla. And, of course, former AEW world champion and the best wrestler in the world, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I believe, was, was he was the number one wrestler in the world. It'll be John Moxley. Back in action next week. What a hellacious show they had this week and another one next week lined up for us. They're getting ready for uh, beach break and everything else that's going on. I know they're getting ready to move. Beach break will be in Miami. They're getting ready to move some stuff to Miami to uh, retreat from the colder weather that they're having right now up in Jacksonville. Uh, We'll start covering, going to try to add in more sports because I know football is coming to an end as we gave Alabama the shout out on the college national championship win for them. That's like the umpteenth time that Nick Saban's won the damn thing. One of those that he's won was with my college, my alma mater soon to be LSU, Louisiana state university. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, just, uh, just an overall heads up. Uh, if, if, and when I continue doing sports report or sports recap or rundown or whatever we call it, uh, I will probably be adding in some college basketball results as well as some NBA basketball results. Uh, as I know the NBA series is starting to kick off and get up and ramping. Um, but definitely going to try to keep going as much as I can. If I miss a few weeks, don't get mad at me. Homework comes first. Grades have got to stay up. Um, you know, priorities, priorities, priorities. Your priorities may be listening to this podcast. My priorities are getting this degree, getting uh, this property that we are working on revamped and and set up the way we want it set up so that we can open up with some huge surprises and, and expectations and, and things like that. But uh, that concludes the AEW Dynamite drop here as uh, I have got uh, some vocab words that I've got to write, some very, very big, big words here that I've got to learn how to spell. Luckily, I've got until next Wednesday to do that, but uh, got a lot to do. So I'm going to let you guys go. I won't talk your ears off. It's interesting that I am podcasting. Uh, I have podcasted most of the day, actually, for history class. That is how my history class comes to me is via podcast. So it's pretty interesting that I get to listen to a podcast for school, and then I get to do my own at points. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I want to thank everyone who, like I said, continues to listen and love and support pro wrestling wrestling with the locals and everything in it um guys if you want to make a donation go over to anchor 
and send it there. If you want to make a donation outside of Anchor, please do not hesitate to reach out to myself or to Titanic. Uh, all funds, you know, 10% of all profit goes to a charity that we work with with Anchor. The rest of that goes to help fund the podcast and take care of things here. And at this point, um, you know, anything that you could donate would greatly help Titanic because Titanic is, uh, he's got to have another surgery. His mom just had surgery. So things for them are, are getting rough. They're going to get a little bit rougher. Things for me are rough, but that's by choice because I, uh, you know, I chose to go to college. I'm proud of myself for doing that with the assistance of my beautiful wife and my wonderful family and their support and their love. And they're telling me that I can do it and succeed at anything. I am excited to be doing this and giving it my all. So, of course, any donations that you want to to send would be great. We would appreciate anything that would go toward helping Titanic and his family pay for medical expenses and things like that while he's out of work, while his mother is out of work from their surgeries, as well as 10% goes to charities that are tied into Anchor Podcasting, which we agreed to. Um, you know, we agreed to when this all started, but I wouldn't have it any other way. That's what this is all about is giving back not only to the sport of professional wrestling and sports now at this point, but also giving back to the community. That's why we tried to do the community corner, but uh, with me having to um, relocate, which was honestly, honestly a blessing. And one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life was to relocate here. Um, I love it. Truly am blessed to wake up here every day and just overall enjoy it so want to thank everybody again you can send it to anchor like i said you can message us at ccwa wrestling at yahoo.com or you can message us on the wrestling with the locals facebook page oh excuse me as i stretch here i'm getting my seventh inning stretch in and getting ready to get back at it got some renewable and natural resources stuff to do but thank you guys that was our aew dynamite podcast hope you guys enjoyed it sorry it was late please bear with me as some of these may be late due to college taking priority <laughs>